Hi, you're listening to the Abundant Encounters podcast, and this is Mary Marsingill. We're so honored to have you. And just quickly, before we get started, I wanted to remind you to rate this podcast and give positive reviews anywhere you're listening, Apple, Google, and others. Just talk about what you're experiencing, or especially any encounters that you felt like you had during an episode. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you could take five seconds right now to pray for our podcast and ministry to succeed. Five seconds might not sound like much, but we believe that our collective prayers will make a massive difference and protect and prosper these ministries' efforts to glorify and exalt Jesus. Our hope is simple, that people have real encounters with Jesus, God, and the Holy Spirit. Please join us now for just five seconds to pray. Thank you so much. Here's Josh. Hi, thanks for tuning in to a new episode of the Abundant Encounters podcast. It's always an honor to have you with us, and um, the Abundant Encounters podcast is, we hope, a very supportive, um, just part that can play into your life and helping you really focus on and cultivate a deeper relationship with God where it's not just someone, he's not someone that you just talk about, uh, but you know him really well, and um so we we do this uh faith comes by hearing and hearing comes by the word of god um, and so basically we read the scriptures to to um, increase our faith increase our ability to hear and then we go into an activation and so that's how each of these podcasts works. And um, to get us started, I'll just I'll pray. But just want to emphasize that we're this isn't we're not just talking about it. We're this is you're going to get an opportunity to um, to really try to or you know just make yourself available to having an encounter with God. It's interesting the word try, but you know it's not untrue. You can put some effort into it. And you have by even beginning to listen to this podcast. God knows that. He sees it. And he's so faithful. So I'd love to pray for you. Lord Jesus, we love you. We thank you so much for every listener. And uh, ask that you'd use me, your servant, in this. And use this podcast. Thank you so much for... The resources that make this available, Lord, and we just we ask that, Lord, that you would bless us, Lord, and use this time, Lord, minister in the way that you desire to reach us, Lord, and um, really help us uh, connect to you, maybe in a rich way that we never have before, Lord. We're reaching out to you. Um, thank you so much, Father, for the life that you've provided for each of us. And we just don't want to do it alone. We don't want to do it without you, Lord. So we ask that you come in, come in like a fire, come in like a flood. <laughs> yes, God, all of that. Yes, we say yes. Say yes to him. Yes, Lord. 
Say yes, yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Don't say yes to me. Don't say yes to the pocket. Say yes to him. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Just thank him. Thank you, thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You're so good, God. Holy Spirit, come. Make me so aware of your presence. Make us, each of us, so aware of your presence right now. Thank you, thank you. Now take authority and bind up anything that would hinder this time or anything that you'd have for us, Lord. I just bind that up in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I take spiritual authority right now. This is a place for Jesus and Jesus' ministry and that alone right now. Amen. Well, I'm excited. We're going to start... Um, kind of a new uh, series and we're going to be looking at Hebrews. Uh, Hebrews is one of my favorite books in the Bible and I absolutely love the Mira translation so we're going to switch switch from the Passion translation to the Mira Bible which is um, another living um, translator. Uh, Francois de Toit is uh, one of the most passionate inspired human beings I've ever run across and um, absolutely love his uh, translation and um, it, it, you know he lets you know that um, you know I'm, I'm digging deep into the passion of this thing and um, you know I'm, and he just he shows you the Hebrew the Greek and you'll learn a lot if you're interested about uh, Hebrew and Greek in the in the you know the Man, original manuscripts uh, but it's a it's just a really powerful um, translation and I've said this before but even if you don't like it exactly or it doesn't line up with what you've you know the, the what you're used to then um, at least at least it will it will provoke your your curiosity it'll be it'll help you begin to think and um, and really reach out for uh, truth and uh, those kind of things. I mean, it's going to stir you. This uh, this translation is powerful, and that's one of the reasons we use it in on the Abundant Encounters podcast. It's also um, we were given permission by Francois uh, Dutoit, and just so honored. And um, and the, and you know, he said if you'll just mention sometimes that we have an app. So we're so happy to do that. It's a fantastic app. Uh, the Mirror Bible app, so um, you should definitely go out and get it. It's like 20 bucks, and uh, he updates it regularly. So um, just if he has like revelation or new insights, he just adds that stuff in there, and you get a little update, and um, it's so fantastic. So it's easy to recommend. So uh, we're going to begin in Hebrews 1. And faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God, right? So let us hear, Lord. Amen. 
Throughout ancient times, God spoke in many fragments and glimpses of prophetic thought to our fathers. Now this entire conversation has finally dawned in sonship. Suddenly what seemed to be an ancient language falls fresh and new like the dew on the tender grass. He is a sum total of every utterance of God. He is whom the prophets pointed to, and we are his immediate audience. In a son, God declares the incarnate word to be the heir of all things. He is, after all, the author of the ages. The Messiah message is what has been on the tip of the Father's tongue all along. Now, he is the crescendo of God's conversation with us and gives context and content to the authentic, prophetic thought. Everything that God has in mind for mankind is voiced in him. Jesus is God's language. He is the radiant and flawless mirror expression of the person of God. He makes the glorious intent of God visible and exhibits the character and every attribute of Elohim in human form. His being announces our redeemed innocence. Having accomplished purification for sins, he sat down, enthroned in the boundless measure of his majesty, in the right hand of God as his executive authority. He is the force of the universe, upholding everything that exists. This conversation is the dynamic that sustains the entire cosmos. He is beyond comparison in stature and significance to any prophetic messenger. His name spells mankind's salvation. The entire earth is his inheritance. God did not address any of the prophetic messengers when he said, You are my son, today I have begotten you. I am to you all that a father can be to a son, and you are to me all that a son can be to a father. And when he introduces his son as his firstborn to the whole inhabited world, he says, Let all God's messengers worship him in adoration. Of the prophetic messengers, he says, I inspire you to be swift like the wind, and he fashions those who work his cause like a flash of lightning. But when he addresses the sun, he says, Your throne, O God, extends to the ages of the ages. The scepter of righteousness is the scepter of your kingdom. You love righteousness and shield your seed from wickedness. O God, your God anointed you with the oil of joy. You stand head and shoulders above your associates. The earth traces its foundations back to you. The heavens also are your invention. They are all handcrafted by you. They shall become obsolete, but you will remain. They shall show wear like an old garment, and you will fold them up as a mantle. They shall be renewed, but you remain, I am. 
and your years will never cease. Neither was it any of the prophetic messengers he had in mind when he said, You are the extension of my right hand, my executive authority. Take your position and witness how I make your enemies a place upon which you may rest your feet. Are they not all spirit employed and commissioned on behalf of everyone who was about to become heirs of salvation? I just get wrapped up in the language of this translation. It's so poetic and it just pushes you to feel these words. Um, this, this chapter of Hebrews has changed my life um, completely. And uh, especially this uh, last part, it, I'm, I'm actually used to it from other translations, so maybe it's more familiar that way. Uh, in um, uh, the Amplified, for example, it says, uh, Are not all angels ministering spirits sent out by God to serve, accompany, protect those who will inherit salvation? Of course they are. And this translation says, um, Are they, they being the prophetic messengers, not all spirit employed and commissioned on behalf of everyone who was about to become heirs of salvation. So one time I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm just n noticing the scripture as being all angels, um, all of them, you know, prophetic messengers, and um, you know we've got two kinds of angels the fallen ones and and the ones that are for jesus right so um it started to occur to me that kind of the nature of these uh, beings as hebrews is explaining is has to do with um persuasion you know they're uh, persuasive beings they um and uh at one point i thought well it's kind of like a pastor um and they're they're here, you know, either serving us or, you know, attempting to do what they can to destroy us. And, and um, well, it's just important that we understand that not every voice in our head is ours. So how else are these good angels that Hebrews is talking about supposed to speak to us if we don't hear them? Um, and that's, uh, so maybe you've had thousands, millions even, of angelic encounters today <laughs> because you've just been had these thoughts swirling around that have, that have guided you or maybe you've been tortured or something, but, but it's important for you to understand that um, uh, only crazy people don't hear voices. <laughs> and, um, you know, I'm stealing that joke from who knows who but some minister at some point I'm sure but um, it's just important that you know that that there's a there's some mental space going on that um, you know that 
the devil, the fallen angels, they'd love to dominate in there and, and uh, make everything about despair and hopelessness. So knowing this is, isn't to scare anyone or like, it's like, wait a minute, the devil's in my head? <laughs> you know, that's not okay. But it's, it's because it equips you the moment that you know so in my example what happened to me was um, from the age of nine I started having uh, suicidal ideations and thoughts so it wasn't just the thoughts but it was also pictures and images and they're very violent and um, and uh, there's also the constant swirling of you're worthless that was a bad decision you just embarrassed yourself for no reason and um, just very harsh criticisms and uh, and then the ideations of like visual um, you know is just torturous and I wouldn't want it for my worst enemy and I always just thought it had something to do with my personality I had no idea that I wasn't the only voice in my head and so I get saved. We fast forward. Started when I was nine, and actually at a time that I decided not to go back, not to go back to church, which is, of course, at least interesting. <laughs> I don't know if it's a coincidence, but it doesn't seem like it. Um, my mom gave me an option not to go back to church. She said, "You're old enough to make your own decision," and I made my decision not to go. But uh, around that same time, that's when I started experiencing some sincere struggles in my life with this kind of thing. And suicide was in my family, uh, spirit of suicide, whatever it was, it had really hit in that area that we lived in, and especially my family. My, my dad committed suicide later on when I was 15, and my brother even later on when I was uh, 19, and he was 21. And... Um, and so it was a very real struggle that was happening there. And, um, but anyway, fast forward 27 years old, and um, I get saved. Um, I was an atheist, got saved. And um, first thing I noticed was uh, just this radical miracle of anxiety being replaced with peace. Uh, that was a wild experience. And... Uh, but later on, well, I still, I, you know, I got saved, and this is important for some Christians to hear, I got saved, and I still had these suicidal ideations and torment kind of happening on a daily basis. It didn't stop. Uh, I had moments of joy that I'd never had, but I, I continued to have this, uh, these thoughts. And so uh, the Lord, I don't know, I imagine Him coming up with this this fun idea I don't know how he does this but uh, he gave me 30 days off uh, from suicidal thoughts and um, I know this very well because I had a really hard day right before it started and um, it was the month of October and, um, and the first day of November I had another really terrible day but all throughout the month of October I just felt completely relieved there were no thoughts at all and so when they um, so when they came back uh, I was not happy about it at all I was I was shocked and 
and frustrated. And um, and I, I remember speaking to the Lord um, and saying, why would you let them back in? And that word them, it just jumped off the, you know, out of this, I could just see it, it highlighted. And um, it was just so important and I could see it and it just, it grabbed my attention with everything it had. And, and I, I realized that it was a them and I was like, oh, wow, it's a them, it's they. And, um, and I can't remember how long it was, but I, I opened my Bible and the Lord led me right to this, this passage in uh, chapter 1, verse 14. All angels are ministering spirits. And I realized that it was including fallen angels. And I don't know if the Holy Spirit just took it out of context for me to help me with my situation. But it helped me understand completely that all of the thoughts in my head were not mine. And so what did God do there for me? He he equipped me. He deeply equipped me. And that's that's the way it played out. So he still didn't take them away. and uh, But then I knew why. It was because um, he was teaching me to fight. So I don't get the second heaven thing. Uh, it's just there, whether we like it or not. There's this... Uh, some of us, and, and I'm, I may deal with uh, some mental uh, illness. I'm fairly certain that I at least I know I have, but I may continue to even to this day. And uh, to some extent, I don't understand that. I believe I have a total authority over uh, over mental illness and healing. And uh, you know, and I'm also studying to become a, a counselor. And uh, I'm just interested in helping people. Uh, you know, work this stuff out, but, um, and because I've seen God do so much in me, but, um, but part of being empowered just to know, hey, that's, that thought isn't me. I didn't, I don't, I don't agree with that. When you begin to do that, see, this is what happened to me. I kept having the thoughts and, uh, and, you know, and right away I'm like, oh, you're the they, you're, and I was identifying them, right? And at first it was just kind of back and forth, like, I'm not going to believe that, I'm not going to believe that. But eventually, and very quickly actually, I began to laugh at them. I just thought, that's just ridiculous. You are nonsense. You're not my thought. You're, you're a they, and you're not going to stay in my head right now. And so... So what a gift God gave me there, you know, in that 30-day off kind of thing. He, he kind of lifted it for a moment just to, just so I could see the contrast, you know. So I'd know what it would be like to just not have to deal with them. And so that these guys could be completely exposed. And I pray that that's what he's doing right now for you. Just revealing and exposing these these monsters a friend of mine uh, Jen Stockman she talked about how the devil really just wants us to be um, depressed and uh, broken and busted disgusted 
like he is and that was the key point she pointed out is like this is because this is who he is he's the orphan he's the one that needs needs uh counseling uh because he's broken and um and he's the one that has is completely hopeless so he wants us to be made in his image right he's like just focus on me and you what it, what you behold you'll become and so he's always trying to steal the show and take our attention away and get us to focus on him because it allows these thoughts to are these angelic messengers of persuasive beings to just kind of thrive in our in our mental ecosystem and um so that he would love for you to just be completely absorbed with um with this and and it would cause you to isolate and pull yourself out because you just constantly feel so strange to like i don't think other people are dealing with this like i am dealing and you would pull yourself out like voluntarily and isolate and you don't show up in your world and so arm yourself with this right here we're going to walk into this activation and uh, what I want you to do is just kind of begin to picture the Holy Spirit I'm asking you to picture the Holy Spirit on purpose there's not a lot of depictions of the Holy Spirit and um, whenever you try to picture the Holy Spirit most of us we don't really have an anchor so it's just so powerful when we do begin to imagine something and I just want to emphasize God made our imagination so feel free to start in the imagination don't be surprised when he kind of takes over um, and things just start moving on their own begin to imagine the Holy Spirit And um, depending on what you're beginning to see or not see, you um, you can ask questions always. God is so good at answering questions. Um, he's always speaking. I want to encourage you. So it's not necessarily that you'll have to wait for an answer. Uh, but you can just simply ask, like, uh, is there a reason, Holy Spirit, why I can't see you? Begin to sort that out with him um, a lot of times, uh, and you can ask him specifically, is there a lie I'm believing about you? Another one is, um, is there someone I need to forgive? I want you to sort those out with him. If there's someone you need to forgive, release, bless uh, that person, forgive them, release them, bless them. And, uh, you know, those are just excellent tools and excellent ways to, to, to do that. We don't want to hold on to unforgiveness because it's a, our prison. It has nothing to do with the other person. Release them to, to the Lord. You, you don't want to continue to ha take responsibility for them. If it's a lie you're believing, then, 
then um, that'll play into the the rest of this exercise today but um, but you you want to ask for the truth and exchange the lie this is these are theophastic tools that are really helpful um, I, I got it I get them from Sozo Ministry, uh, just some of my background. But, um, so as you, um, if, for those of you or if you're beginning to see the Holy Spirit, praise God, that's awesome, that is totally amazing. Um, begin to interact with what you're seeing and pull yourself in closer maybe imagine yourself walking towards the holy spirit or um, wrapping yourself up like a blanket in the holy spirit or um, any creative way that you want to connect with this idea remember it's not illegal to um Use your imagination. God made the imagination and he absolutely loves it. And we hand it over to him. It gets sanctified like everything else. So, I just... You never want to miss an opportunity as you're connecting with the Holy Spirit to ask, Holy Spirit, what do you think of me? And I just want to encourage you, don't answer for the Holy Spirit. Just allow time and... Um, Whatever he wants to say, a lot of times we think we know the right answer. This is definitely not the right place for that. So just lay that aside. And if you don't hear anything, it's okay. It's not the end of the exercise. You can just ask questions again. Lord, why am I not hearing from you? If you're really struggling with the Holy Spirit, then uh, you may want to connect with Jesus instead or maybe the Father God. And that's okay. So assuming that you're with the Holy Spirit, I want you to begin to ask the Holy Spirit. These, this is what we're getting geared up to do here. Ask Holy Spirit. What are some noisy thoughts that I need to need to know are not me? A really good idea to grab a pen right here. Um, I don't want you to have to wage war, but if you do, then you need to know that this is always going to be a lie. What he's exposing to you will never be the truth. 
and so it doesn't matter how many times it presents itself even if you have to look at this piece of paper or uh, this note in your phone or whatever it is even if you have to look in it to remind yourself hey this is not true this is just a lying spirit not true it's a lying spirit a lying angel persuasive being this is something that we can do several times a day Holy Spirit this is heavy what lies am I believing what lies am I hearing you don't even have to be believing them what lies am I hearing and um, begin to sort some of it out and let it distract you let it pull you out so that you're kind of looking at yourself and right now if, if you're capable of doing this I actually want you to um, especially if you're sitting down or standing in a specific space or even walking or pacing I want you to kind of stand to the side of that and um, use your imagination but see yourself where you were and uh, begin to speak the truth to yourself and the angels we ask angels that love Jesus we just ask that you'd come and, and minister truth to us and I believe you're hearing some truth now and just begin to speak that over yourself so if like if you were sitting down, stand up, look down at the chair, imagine you're still seated there and speak uh, whatever you're hearing over yourself. Speak to yourself like you would a good friend. Wash yourself with kindness and love. Encourage yourself. Ask Holy Spirit if there's anything that that you need to say to you. And say it. If you can't say it out loud. some of you probably caught on by now but you may need to forgive yourself do that say I forgive you 
and use your name. So I forgive you, Josh, or use your name. You know, while you're here looking at you in an imaginative way and spiritual way, I want you to connect with the reality of who you are. Ask Holy Spirit to begin to show you yourself as he sees you. And I mean, he's got, he's got you down as like Jesus. So what you're going to begin to see is probably not the thing, the version of you that you see in the mirror. What you're going to begin to see is this ecstatically loved, like amazing, uh, like golden, shiny, full of life person. And you need to see this. You need to see you the way he sees you. Look at yourself through his eyes so much that you just begin to absolutely adore you like he does you. There's beauty so deep in each of us that God has stored up eternal beauty. I mean, it never runs out. And it's right there in your person. And if you can see that, then these thoughts that may come, and I pray they don't, I pray he never... You never have to fight these things, but you're going to be so equipped to deal with them that they ever do in this fallen world, then that they won't stand a chance. You will annihilate these thoughts. They'll be so exposed. You'll just begin to laugh like, that is the silliest thing. I have nothing to do with you. No part in you. There's no agreement in my heart for anything that I'm hearing right now. You know, you're worth it. You're worth dying for. And uh, and not just dying. Oh my goodness, you are worth living for, Jesus said. I am going to resurrect. That's who you are to him. The Holy Spirit gets to spend his days with us, with you. He delights in you. He's so content with you. He's so interested in you. He's so proud of you. He's, he's so accepting of you. He's so powerful toward you. He's so peaceful toward you. He's so trusting. He's so playful 
He's so optimistic. He is so cheeky with you. He's so free. He's so joyful towards you. He's so curious about you. He's so inquisitive. This Holy Spirit of ours is constantly just thinking of the success that you are to him. He is so confident in who you are and what your future has in store for you. He respects you. He deeply values you. He is so courageously in love with the ideas that you have and, and who you are. He is so creative and he wants to be a part and he is a part, you know, and he loves the way that you guys are just vibing together. He's so loving. He's so thankful for you. He's so, so, so thankful for you. He's so intimate with you. He's so open to intimacy with you. He's so sensitive about you. He's so hopeful. He's so inspired about you. Today might be a big new day, especially if it is the first time you used a prophetic act like this and got pulled into a real encounter with the living God in his heaven on earth. This determination may reveal how the same God has been encountering you for many years and will eventually reveal how God is really everywhere and in everything. The good news, he is for you and not against you. He's hidden there for you and not from you. Seek him and find him. Seek like a king before you share as his priest. What you begin to find and uncover will cross the boundary of word only and enter into your own truth. You'll begin to live there. We pray blessing on you. May you be prosperous today from the inside of your spirit, through your soul, and then out into every circumstance of your day. May joy, hope, and peace overflow from within you abundantly. God is not short on encounters, my friend. I pray that the supply of heaven fill your life with infinite wealth. 
that overwhelms and overcomes every deficit of this world around you and others here in this world. In Jesus' name. Come and visit us online at AbundantEncounters.com where you can find out more about our cause. We want everyone to have an encounter with God today. And on that website, you can find out ways to help yourself, help your friends. There's counseling, coaching, and articles available that will help you to embrace the lifestyle of encountering God. AbundantEncounters.com The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace.